Let's go Wolves Pack. It is day 18 and we are on literally the home stretch. How are you feeling tonight? I hope everybody is well. I hope you had an amazing couple of days and I hope you're ready to go. And as I say, get in state tonight. I want everybody get in, get some energy in your body because it's going to be a big one. Wolves, how did you go with your financial checkup last night? Did you identify any wealth wounds? And if you did, that's awesome because tonight we are going to learn how to heal these wounds and how to end what we call financial self-sabotage. So sound good? So uh, everybody jump in. Des, hello, Mr. CJ. There is no time like right now to start regaining control and end this pain around financial sabotage. So let's get started. Firstly, self-sabotage is not a lack of a plan. It's not a lack of good advice. It's not a lack of possibility. It's not a lack of intelligence. It's not a lack of capital. So what is it then that causes us to do self-sabotage? If you listened in last night, you may recall that continuous sabotage is actually caused by a conscious or a subconscious belief that is an accumulation of more money is going to lead to more pain than actual pleasure, right? So some people actually associate pleasure with a lack of financial abundance. Can any of you relate to that? Have any of you built a lot of wealth and then strangely, your friends started to treat you a little bit differently or say negative things about you or even maybe even start to reject you? Well, if so, this could be because you associate wealth abundance with pain instead of pleasure that you thought you were gonna have. Now understand that when people feel uncomfortable, they can start their own protective patterns. They start judging and they start to sabotage their friendships with you we're just weird creatures, right? So that is why being aware is such a cool thing. Our brains do not work logically. They work according to what we associate to things. We must therefore neurologically change the association with money, our core beliefs about money, and to be purely positive and pleasurable, right? Does that make sense? Awesome. If having an abundance of money is such an unknown experience to you that you've never had it before, then you must start to condition yourself for wealth creation and expansion. Why? Because the unknown can be really scary for some people. And it will start to cause you, as I say, to sabotage yourself before you even get started, right? You need to condition and build the muscles of your mind and emotion consistently and daily to create, have, and then expand money. Right, So just like the muscles that you would build up physically, you need to condition your muscles so that an abundance of money does not feel like a heavy weight. Okay? So how do we do this? How do we condition ourselves for wealth? Well, to begin attracting wealth, you must first, one, recognize that you're already wealthy. And two, believe that you're also creating a way for others to fulfill their dreams. So let's have a look at number one. Recognize that you are already wealthy. Remember the tip that I talked about last night about emotional wealth, when you contribute and help others, when wealth is an abundance of the things that you really desire in your life. So free yourself from the illusion that you're not already wealthy. Think about all the things that you have not personally controlled or generated, the wealth of experience that's actually around you, the abundance of information on the internet, the opportunities to leverage, to have almost anything at all that you want. Roads and highways 
that guide you to where to want to go. Leverage is absolutely everywhere. Think of the last time you went out and bought a breakfast, right? So, mate, you do not have to create it. And even though you're wolves, I'm pretty sure that tonight you're not actually going out to try and hunt down your own dinner, right? So, this is the thing. You've got to understand what's actually around you. But you might say, well, but I pay for it. Well, yes, you did. But however, think about the labor, the time, the money that was invested to mine the salt, the water, and fertilize the plants, to feed the chickens, to cook the food, to transport it to the store, to distribute it. Everything else required to just have that breakfast that was in front of you. So you are surrounded by an abundance of opportunities and leverage. So the first key to attracting more wealth is to A, recognize you're already wealthy, okay? Get that through your head. Remember, like attracts like. Believing you are wealthy will attract more wealth. Believing you are lacking attracts more lack. Got it? So second step is to believe that you're also creating a way for others to fulfill their dreams. Let me ask you a question. If you could have more in your life, more abundance, then should you? I want to know. If you could have more, should you? See, pop your answers in the comments box. Let's have a read of those, all right? To me, the answer is absolutely, right? We are all equal in our opportunities. We're not equal in our decisions. We're not equal in our education. We're not equal in what we demand from each other or ourselves. We're not equal even in our motivation. We could choose to be, but most of us are not. However, that does not matter what background or resources you've come from, staying poor will not serve you or anyone else. If you want to help others, staying in a financially constrained place will not help others. Also, just working harder to try and turn financial sabotage around will not work. If your core beliefs are not in alignment with wealth, you will work, 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 and just keep stretching out the rubber band so much that eventually you will just snap back and take back right to where you started, or maybe even worse, in a worse financial situation. Right? So we need to get rid of the rubber bands. We need to instead start to expand our vision of your life financially, for you and for others. Make it work for you mentally. Make it work physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. Your core beliefs need to change. Create a financial road that is always building and expanding. And when you do that, you are creating a way for others to travel with you towards their dreams. How cool would that be? So you're also creating a way for them to fulfill their dreams and for them to be able to carry on the same path. Here are now five steps I want you to know on how to eliminate financial self-sabotage forever, right? What I want you to do is I want you to get ready to write some things down. So get your journal, grab a pen, make sure you get in state, get ready to walk in, roll, and let's get this done. Pen, paper, let's go, go. All right, okay, so everyone's got your pad and your pen, you're ready to rock. I want you to write, and I want you to write, and I want you to write, okay? First, step one. Right? I want you to write down all the pain you're experiencing right now because you don't have the level of financial abundance that you actually deserve. Go. I want you to write it down. What are the things that are hurting? What are all the things that you're missing out on right now because you don't have financial abundance? Keep writing. 
Think about it. Who are you not helping in your life? Who are you, what, are you, what bills are you struggling to pay? Are your finances actually hurting maybe your relationship? Are you too comfortable? That can be a death rattle. Are you saying one day, but in your heart you don't even believe that you'll actually get there? I mean, what are you saying to your children? Are you saying things like, we can't afford this right now? Maybe you're wanting to travel, you can't afford it. Maybe there's somebody in your life who maybe needs some medical care that you, you wish you could help more with. Keep writing. What is it costing you to not have financial abundance? What are some of the things you really want, but you're just settling for second best because you don't have the money right now? Maybe you're living in a neighborhood that just doesn't feel right. I want you to really go into your gut. I want you to feel all the pain, all right? Find enough pain, find the frustration and embarrassment. Break through this threshold. Emotionally tap into your pain. What is it I want to share? What do I want to give? What do I want to create? Make that, I am not doing it yet, okay? Make your list so compelling to create absolutely massive pressure on you, okay? Another 10 seconds, keep writing. Awesome. Okay, pens down, wolves, good stuff, good stuff. What you just did by putting it all out there on the table was cause your brain to start linking massive pain to your current financial situation, right? Was it compelling enough for you to actually say something like, no more, I've had enough. I've had enough of living in lack. It won't happen anymore. Right, you gotta anchor this stuff in. It's gotta be compelling, so get into it. All right, step number two, right? Next list, words that you associate to money. So I want you to write down a list of words that you actually associate with money. Go. What do you think of when you think of money? Write those words down, write the list. What do you think? I'm not talking just a little bit of money. I'm talking about a lot of money. What do you think of when you think of a lot of money? Write a list. Awesome. <laughs> You're doing good. Keep going. Another 30 seconds. Let's go. 10 more seconds. Good. Wolves. Pens down. Pens down. What's, what sort of interesting things come up on your list? Do you have more positive or more negatives? Okay, we wanna know that. So now we're gonna dig a little deeper. Most people come up with a whole list of positives around money, and then all of a sudden they may wonder why they're still not financially wealthy. So the next step about finding out what subconsciously our beliefs are, you may or not have that are actually causing some of these self-sabotaging things. So step number three, right? I want you to grab your pen. This time I want you to write down all the things you remember hearing when you were little about money, right? What did you hear when you were growing up? Go. You know, what did your mum and dad used to say about money? Things like that. What did they say when you wanted something at the shops? What phrases did they, what did you hear when you were a kid? Maybe it's, Money doesn't grow on trees. What phrases did they use? What about money is the root of all evil? Who's heard that one? 
That's a good positive reaction, isn't it? Okay, 10 seconds. Good. Wolves, fantastic. Pens down. Who wrote down money doesn't grow on trees? Or money is the root of all evil? Or money isn't everything? Who's heard that one? What about do any of these negative beliefs completely contradict the positive ones that you have? See, this is why so many experience this, what we call approach avoidance, and they start to sabotage themselves. Many people are sabotaging because of massive contradictions of their beliefs, huge conflicts they have in their heads. See, are you willing to pay the price? My guess is no. If no, then erase those beliefs. Remember the Dickens process that we did back on day 10. Go back to that. Use that process to start to wipe out some of these negative beliefs, okay? Next step, step number four. I want you to write again. So grab your pen. I want you to write how your life would be greater and better if lack of money was no longer an issue, right? So go. How would your life be better or greater if lack of money was no longer an issue? I want you to make a list of all the benefits. <laughs> what would be the enhancements of your life from true financial abundance and freedom? Imagine that financial abundance was just part of your daily reality. How would that make you feel? List all the pleasures that you'd have. <laughs> okay. 10 more seconds and very good. Pens down. So what did you write on this list? Maybe you could travel anywhere you wanted. Maybe you could pay off your bills and more. Maybe you could invest. Maybe you could leverage your money. Maybe you could help somebody with the medical bills or could you go and visit your mom and dad more often or maybe your kids and grandkids. What would you have more if you had absolute freedom like, would you just read more books or go to the movies or go to the mountains or do whatever the hell you wanted, whenever you wanted, with whoever you wanted to, whenever you wanted to do it, okay? Would you feel more relaxed, more confident? Would you be helping to build an orphanage or build an empire? What would you buy? Maybe you buy a new house. How would you feel? Would you feel different to what you feel in your current financial situation, right? And the answer is yes. So what we need to do next is we need to use the carrot and the stick. Remember, we've done this before. What we need to do, whatever we move, I right. just froze up there, back. <laughs> so let's try this one right now. I want you to go through each of the limiting beliefs that you had and written down, and I want you to change or start to attach a new belief to them. So for an example, right, if money doesn't grow on trees, I want you to change that to something positive like, Money grows from all my creative, positive ideas that I act on every single day in my life. Could you see how that could change if you actually did that, right? Or what about if it's too expensive, right? Change that to something like, yes, it may be expensive, but now money flows through my life. Or money is the root of all evil, like I've seen one come through before. What about if we change that one to something like, I'm a sensitive and giving person. So money in my hands will positively impact many lives. Can you see how just shifting the language patterns on these things can shift these beliefs dramatically, right? Or what about money isn't everything? Maybe if we change that to money isn't everything, 
but added to my qualities, it can change my life and others' lives in a drastic and positive way. Right? Or, ever heard the saying, take care of the pennies and the dollars will look after themselves? Right? Maybe if we change something like that to, I have no time to take care of the pennies. However, I have a massive number of opportunities that I can take and grow into a massive wealth of abundance. Okay, so you've got some ideas there. I want you to play with those. I want you to start to change some of these beliefs so that we can actually get through them, right? Imagine if you had one that was like, I need to work hard to make more money. Who's heard of that one before, right? What about if we change that to something like, I am learning to work smarter and smarter every day. I learn to delegate and master my time more and more so I can create a wealth of opportunity, time and money in my life. Is that or is that not more positive than I need to have to work harder, right? So I hope these suggestions help. What did you come up with? Share some of your beliefs in the comments. Let's go. I've got one here from Dez. I tell my kids money grows on my back. Ha! <laughs> And there you go. <laughs> there you go, Des. You're creating and installing a negative belief system in your kids there, brother. It's all right. Kids don't come with a manual. But the wolf pack does. All right. So here's two specific, powerful, empowering, like empowering belief systems that are used by some of the most successful, wealthy people in the world, right? This ensures financial freedom. These are two that are usually out there. They might have different words, but they're essentially the same. The first one is this. Money is nothing but the value I create for other people. See, the more I give to others, the more money I receive on an ongoing and consistent basis, right? And number two is, Every single day, I live in an attitude of gratitude. I feel incredibly grateful for the wealth that I already have in my wife, my life, my friends, my family, the environment that I live in, my work. I see a sense of absolute possibility. I feel the abundance that's in my life that will create more wealth than will anything else. And I give much more to others than I expect back. How would it feel if you had that belief system? Think about that, right? So remember, like attracts like, right? Water seeks its own level. So like wealth, start getting wealth. You start to attract wealth. When you give much more to others than you expect back, abundance will start to flow. See, some people say that they give, they give, they give, they give, and they never receive anything back. Well, I call bullshit on that. See, it doesn't always come back from the person that gave it to you, and it doesn't always come back in the same form. You need to open your eyes and start looking for abundance flowing into your life in different ways. And again, appreciate it. Focus on it. Abundance of money will start to flow also. All right, so pens out again. Let's do this again. I want you to write down five steps to financial abundance. Step number one, I want you to get absolutely specific on the amount of money that you think you need for financial abundance. Now, I'm not talking about being sufficient in money. I wanna write down the exact number for an absolute avalanche, an abundance of money. I want you to make a decision, I want you to write it down, go. Write down a number. There's no right or wrong. You're probably wrong, but there's no right or wrong. Step number two, I want daily condition of your mind for wealth. So your brain is starting to look for opportunities for you to achieve your goals, right? 
Anyone ever heard of the RAS system, the reticular activating system in our brain? Pays attention, you know, it, it, it absolutely starts, whatever we focus on, it pays attention to. We used it the other day when we did the, you know, shut your eyes and think of the color brown, right? So that's your RAS system kicking in there, right? So I, I'm sure probably some of you even maybe pictured walls or seen a lot of walls since you've actually started being doing the walls pack, right? You see images on the internet, you see stories about it. It's, it's, that's the RAS system. That is a system that is absolutely a paramount. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna actually find a way to start to train our RAS, our reticular activating system, to really focus and start paying attention, right? And the way we do that is we use affirmations. Now, I don't want you to just say affirmations, all right? I want you to say them with energy and absolute positive certainty. It's all about getting yourself using it in every single cell of your body. I want you to get into that air of expectation, step into it, and understand that the more peak of your state that you go into, the more this absolute works. So every cell of your body in this, right? Use your physiology. See, saying an affirmation is nothing unless you generate a feeling from it, okay? So here's one of the affirmations that I use. You can use this. You can suit it in your own language if you want, right? This is an affirmation around wealth, and it goes like this. It says, an abundant wealth is circulating in my life. Wealth flows to me in absolute avalanches of abundance. All of my needs, my goals, and my desires are met instantaneously, for I am one with the source, and the source is everything, right? That's something that I truly believe, and that's an affirmation that I absolutely kick into regarding my abundance levels around wealth. Deal? Okay, step number three. I want you to find a role model and a great vehicle for success. See, finding a vehicle that reflects what you truly love is one of the most important things that you'll ever do. I know we all get trapped in working, but you honestly should have a massive diversification in income. So find something that you love to do. Find a vehicle that other people can also benefit from and would be willing to invest something into something you love, right? So how can you do this? massively and reach a lot of people. I want you to think about how you do this effectively and intelligently so that it remains profitable. So that means not a massive outlay at the front end. Deal? There are many different models to choose from. Contact somebody you respect and find out what model they are using to be financially successful. This is very, very simple. Just follow the leader. You don't necessarily need to invent average. Just go copy awesome. Right? Do whatever it takes to find yourself a role model and a vehicle that actually friggin' works. Deal? Then step four, make sure that on an ongoing basis you experience yourself as a giver. Now what's that mean? You must feel in your gut that you deserve it. Financial abundance and growth. If you believe you can grow and improve on all areas of your life, then you can grow your financial ability and wealth. Give at least I always like to say, give at least 10% of what you make, just give it away, right? Develop a habit now. Trust me, giving 10 cents out of every dollar now to train yourself will condition you for when you are giving 100,000 out of a million dollars or when you're giving away a percentage of what you have. 
It teaches your subconscious mind that there is more than enough. And that is an amazing feeling to have. Knowing there is more than enough puts you in a place of peace and excitement. And you feel all the pressure of being, a, all the pleasure of actually being a giver. So be a giver. Go out there and experience and help the rest of the world succeed. Don't be a taker, all right? There's too many of those out there. Has anyone read a book? Uh, the book is called The Richest Man in Babylon. Okay, it was by George Clarkson, I think his name was. It had three basic principles about how to use money. Number one, take 10% of what you earn and give it away immediately. That was step number one. Take 10% of what you earn, give it away immediately. I don't care who, just give it away. Step number two, take 10% of what you earn and use it to repay your debts, right? And then step number three was take 10% of what you earn and use it to invest. Very, very simple concept, but I can tell you right now that those principles are still apply even in this day and age. So back to our steps. We're back to step number five. Jump up, shake it out. I want you to create pleasure experiences for you and people around you with your money. Okay, it is very important that you enjoy the direct connection of what money can enhance in your life. I want you to start to associate pleasure and abundance and an excess of money. Deal? So go out there and have fun with it. So go do the three steps and then go have some fun, people. Go and enjoy yourselves. Have a little bit of life. Okay, Wolves, that's it. Your assignment for tonight is a 10-day financial challenge. For the next 10 days, every day, I want you to write down three ideas for increasing your income or ways that you can earn more from the income that you already have. Deal? So three ways to increase your income or to actually earn more from the income that you already have. Doing this for just 10 simple days will give you 30 different ways that you can begin to stimulate, stretch, and train your mind to start looking for economic opportunities, right? They're all around you. Open up your mind, develop a habitual mindset that starts to notice them and causes you to act upon them, right? A summary of what we've covered here tonight. Number one, identify any tendency you may have to sabotage yourself. Number two, feel good because your brain is trying to help you avoid pain and gain pleasure. Step three, get leverage to make a change. Four, Interrupt the old pattern using the eraser technique. Five, rehearse achieving the success that you want and start feeling the pleasure of succeeding until the new pattern is conditioned in. Deal? Financial abundance comes from doing what you love. Doing it and making sure it just creates tremendous value for other people. That's it, Wolves. It's a massive one today. You're well on your way to starting your financial abundance. And above all, make sure you're a giver. Go out there and enjoy. Tomorrow, day 19, another powerful session. It's all about overcoming fears of failure, success, and rejection. Who's got those ones? I bet every single one of us has. So who's in for that tomorrow? Let me hear you. Till tomorrow night, Wolves. Give me a howl. Oh, I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm loving this. I, I love the energy. See you later. Good night.